En Ford creemos que ya sea que estés bajo el foco de atención o bajo tu propio techo, que tengas 90 minutos o 9 horas, que estés empezando cambios o un largo viaje, Fortaleza es hacer todo, como si el mundo entero te estuviera mirando. Presentamos la nueva Ford F-150 2024. Fuerza así de inteligente, solo puede ser F-150. Construida con orgullo Ford. Fuerza Ford. Once again, it's time for the Nebraska Hour. And here is your host, Timmy Nebraska. Seated. That's why you need a little intro. Little intro music. <laughs> little, I've never seen a beatbox before, by the way. That was cool, though. Did it just for Get you, you, bro. <laughs> Get you go. Connor slacking, man. He needs to hook you up with a little intro. I get to see all, all your talents eventually. It's taken 10 years or whatever. But I'm getting there, at least. I'm getting there. I am a man <laughs> of many talents, that's for sure. Master of all, maybe. Connor's not here. He is, he is uh, holiday vacationing. You know, he is not. He's on the COVID IR list. <laughs> he is, uh, so we're, we are socially distancing our ass from that motherfucker. Basically, what's going Hell on? Hell yeah. <laughs> well, nothing to do with you, buddy. Uh-huh. Um, but it's the Nebraska Hour. And we're here again. We're here again. Well, I, well I'm here again. You're here again. Didn't, didn't survive, though. God dang it, man. Well, I, I can't believe that shit. You had a good run. I had a good run. I, I'm. Oh, I by was, the way, my name is McGee, and I'm sitting in for Connor. By the way. Oh, I just figured they already know you. I'm assuming, but you know. You know, maybe for new listeners, I'm Timmy Nebraska. It's Greg <laughs> McGee over here. They call you McGee. <laughs> <laughs> they call me maniac, maniac. Um, on the floor. <laughs> yes, you're not a survivor anymore, but you'll always be survivor T in my heart. Thanks, buddy. Thanks. Appreciate it. Absolutely. I had to get off the couch in the, the basement of Capitals Cars now. I, yeah. I, can't, I can't stay all week anymore. You're going to have to find your own home. <laughs> <laughs> I had a pretty good bounce back week, though. Yeah. Uh, also, props to you for the Northwestern game. Oh, yeah. Thank you very much. I, I, I only I made one, one college wager, and it was a winner. So. Nice. Nice. I went but six and three. I should... Uh, I Like, I listened to, to last week, and I listened to some of your wagers, and the one that... The one that, like, some of the games you guys both discussed, and the one that, like, jumped out that made me wish I had listened to the podcast before the game kicked off was your discussion of Boise State and Hawaii because you were absolutely right. You had, you were saying plus the points for Hawaii, and the, and Connor was talking about the over, and both hit. You know, yeah, I, yeah. I would have, I would have liked to have been on that one. Did you watch that game at all? I saw just the, maybe, like, Fourth, end of the third quarter, and most of the fourth. Oh man, because Boise State, I thought I was in trouble for a little bit, and then Hawaii had a had a couple late scores. Yeah, gotta love the backdoor cover. Yeah, I mean that's kind of the move on some of those big plus numbers. Anyway, it's it, like you just you you hope that they get the touchdown in the fourth quarter to at least attempt to come back, and then you're rolling. Exactly, that's how you win in college, more so than in the pros, is with that backdoor cover, is by taking these. Well, underdogs with a bunch of points. The opposite in the pros is when you have the favorite, you hope that the favorite scores late cover. Yeah. That's always the case, it seems like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, um, so you went six and three. What were the three you were wrong on last week? Do you remember? I missed the Oklahoma State, Oklahoma over by a score. It was, uh, Oklahoma State had the ball with a minute and something to go on the three yard line and threw three consecutive corner fades. They were down by twenty five or something. They they could have they should just ran the ball in, but I missed the over by a score. Um, I missed NC State. NC State played Liberty and they won by one point, fifteen to four. We'll come back to that game in a second. Okay. And what was the other one you had wrong? And the other one was I missed Syracuse plus twenty. That was tough. They didn't even score. That was tough. They couldn't hold on to the ball the whole game, tough. man. They are very bad. They if they wouldn't have fumbled because they got down the field a lot of times, but they just kept turning the ball over every time. They're very bad. They're not good. Let's go back to that NC State um, Liberty game. Like I said, I listened to last week's episode. You were talking about the Caldwells. Yeah, yeah. I'm just I it blows my mind. Well, the thing is, you kind of messed up a little on this conversation. Okay. So, Liberty University was founded by Jerry Falwell. 
Yes. The guy that you were talking about who has the wife and the pool boy situation. Yeah, yeah. That's the the that's, son. That's, that's junior. junior. Okay, right? okay, okay. Classic junior behavior fucking yeah, it yeah. all up. <laughs> just <blowing>. <laughs> like, just <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no pun intended. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I heard what you said. Um, <laughs> that story is crazier than you realize. That that so the pool boy from the hotel in Miami where they like to vacation or Florida. I, I think it's Miami. Um, that relationship is ongoing and ha- or has been ongoing for some time. That, again, like, pool boy, like, like literally cocktail server, poolside cocktail server from a hotel, has uh, spent $3 million opening up a hostel and party situation that is mostly frequented by young and old men that enjoy the company of other men. And Interesting. It is believed that a, that money didn't come from serving drinks by the pool. Well, I don't know how a dude can make three mil. Or I don't know how he's going to be able to spin three mil. Apparently, part of this whole arrangement is a financing situation of a business venture. Man, that's so crazy. And the, him and the wifey and the, they have a... A whole situation going on. Yeah, it's like a trouble. It's, yeah, it's weird. Yeah. So they, uh, I heard about this from my friend Mason. Um, I went to Mason's house for a barbecue um, a couple weeks ago, and we were talking about Liberty University and how how did this football team become so good? And he's like, I think Liberty is the Jerry Falwell University. It is. And I was like, it's like that, I was like, Christian. that's so crazy, man. I didn't really realize that. So I did some research on it to find that out. And then I had heard the story about. I thought I didn't know if it was fall if it was uh, ju- junior or senior. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I don't know if his name's actually junior. It but is. It definitely it is. is. Yeah, it is. Um, but yeah, that's that's crazy. That's that's an insane story. Have you watched the Righteous Gemstones on HBO? Yes, I I love Danny McBride. Like, yeah, me too. <laughs> I love that's that like the super extreme comedy version of how I imagine this world. Oh yeah, <laughs> yes for sure. I mean, they have it's like the one guy, the the other I forget what his name is, but the other guy that's a super evangelical weird Christian guy kind of. I, um, I'm not up in that. World he like had that. something about how he. His uh, his the members of his church or whatever, um, how they donated to buy him a private plane. Oh yeah, and he had this, this whole is thing. Guys from Houston. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I and about, the, yeah. I don't remember what his name is though. I can't remember. But um, but he was talking about how uh, he shouldn't fly pr- a, like public planes because of all the demons on the plane. And, like, just the weirdest shit, man. <laughs> like, the weirdest shit. Maybe that's just code for COVID germs. I mean, this was years ago, though. Maybe, I mean, maybe he had something. Maybe God knowledge. told him it was coming. Maybe, you know? man, maybe. Who I, knows, I man? Know, Who knows? Man. I don't know. That's a crazy story, though. Yeah. Um, I I just don't know enough about that world. I, I, I don't want to, either. Yeah, <laughs> to I'm not like, I just, I'm not interested not in it. Um, but I enjoy being uh, on the debaucherous side of the things. Yeah, know? yeah. I mean, each to their own, you know. I'm more but of a like, Saturday night guy than a Sunday morning guy. We'll say. <laughs> Definitely me yeah. too. Definitely we'll me too. that. I wake up Sunday morning to watch NFL football. Yeah. <laughs> That's about it, buddy. <laughs> oh, the other thing from listening to your podcast from last week. You were talking a lot of shit about a dollar, so let me make that right. Here oh, no, here no, no. I was like, I'm plus one. I'm we plus are one. square, buddy. We <laughs> are even. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Let's see what oh, man. Do. NC State didn't cover, though. I thought the ACC team would, would put it together against a team that I'm surprised they're ranked that high. I'm telling you, Hugh Freeze uh, really has that Liberty team playing well. They really are. They have a lot of talent, man. They're a good. They're a good squad. I imagine they are. Uh, it's very easy process admission process for anybody that might be on the football team, and it's a very simple. <laughs> Just slide right <laughs> through. There. It's like, come on, <laughs> keep it. You know, they're probably we, taking all the right classes to stay eligible. We can make a ton of jokes about the whole situation with yes. the whole. No, the admission process is pretty easy. Just slide right in. There. Yeah. <laughs> It's just a it's just a dip in the pool, you know what I mean? It's a, it's <laughs> dip in the pool. Um, yeah, so uh, I, I Liberty, you know, Hugh Fury Freeze is probably not going to be there that much longer. I imagine somebody like USC, uh, Southern Carolina, 
I imagine somebody like some Southern Carolina is going to call him or some other school that has an opening this year. I mean, he's he, the fact that he's taken nothing and turned it into something at Liberty has, I don't know. Yeah, you would think somebody would somebody would uh, would get that one. Yeah. Would look him up on yeah. a, like a bigger conference. Yeah. Power Five, something like that would happen. Yeah. The guy from Coastal Carolina is rumored to be the next Southern Carolina coach. Really? Coach, yeah. He's good too, man. Coast Carolina, they have cool jerseys also. Like, they have really cool jerseys. That's an interesting <laughs> story, too, because the guy that the, the, the booster that really bankrolled Coastal Carolina's football program just put a ton, he had left like a, a hedge fund or some big, you know, some big money gig, right? Some big, like, like money, uh, financial world gig. And threw a ton of money at Coastal Carolina and then said, hey, I'm going to be the head coach. Oh. He was like the head coach for a couple of years, and they like started building this program with his his money, and he was the head coach. And then then I think then they hired this dude who's there now. Interesting. Yeah, and that's so a like, wild story. He, he basically bought a head coaching job. Yeah, that's <laughs> interesting. Yeah. It's like, yeah. oh yeah, I'm I a donate. I, I wish I knew the, like all the details, like his name and the job and all that stuff. And uh, but I don't think it's this guy. I like, I think he ended up. I might do a little research on that. It's a cool story. I'll, we'll come back to that next week or something. Check out the oh. Coastal Carolina football story. Yeah. I'm interested. I'll definitely tune in and to the Nebraska Hour next week and listen to that. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I wanted to do kind of an NCAA basketball thing, but we'll wait for that for next week as well. Okay. They started today. Yeah, you get to watch a couple um, games this week. Yeah, I need to get a little little bit of a of a view on it. Yeah. We see knew how the this squads was all going to happen, man. We're... There's going to be so much sports this fall as everybody tried to squeeze in everything that got postponed. Like, with with NBA offseason going, like, in five days, like, everything happened. Oh, it's crazy. And then, like, the, every weekend there's some sort of special event. There's, like, a golf major or, you know, some race or the tennis or whatever. There's always something else on top of football, on top of college football. It's so like, much it's to do. Been, this fall has been crazy. It's been pretty cool, actually, as far as... I mean, the cancellations and stuff suck. That part sucks, but... But as far as a sports fan, be able to watch, you know, tennis and golf and football and basketball and baseball even just not that long ago. Yeah. Um, all at the same time is kind of cool. And as a gambler, like, there's always something. It's like overload a little I've bit. Been going like, I can't even go through all the games to, yeah. you know, like, I don't have that much of a bankroll to go through and bet on everything I like. Right. Because you can't just take the huge risk. I'm kind of just trying to focus in on a few things. Like, obviously, I'm paying attention to Champions League in the, in the soccers. They're okay in Champions League this week. Not so well on MLS, but I, that's okay. And then um, the NFL, you know, and a little bit of college. And that's about how much bandwidth I have. Like, I can't start paying attention to college basketball. I don't see me diving into the NBA when it starts up at the end of And, like, I'll. The I'll NBA is going to be much different, man. I'll probably wait till halfway into the season and I have really have a feel for it. I might try to do that, but I'm not good at that. <laughs> I love the NBA so much, man. It's like my favorite thing. College basketball is something that is it's hard to follow. And a lot of that's because, you know, the NBA, the players that are going to the pros, they leave so fast. Yeah. There's not a lot of seniors drafted, you know. There's not a lot of 22, 23-year-old guys getting drafted. Yeah, you don't see a lot of continuance. So you don't see the, the same, yeah, you don't see the same programs consistently. Yeah. Um, there is some teams that have a lot of starters back because of the COVID thing. Uh, San Diego State has a lot of starters back. Florida State. Lost a lot of players, but they still have P.J. Walker and some of those guys back. Three guys drafted. Three guys drafted, yeah. Big deal. I was going to take that bet, too, over over to Three guys drafted, and, and yeah, I we didn't do it. And it. I didn't do yeah. it. I didn't do it either. Um, so, college ba- Nebraska won the day in college basketball. There you go. Way to start the season off. Uh, they won 102. They put up 102 points. They won 102 to um, – I just had it here, too. 102, and they played some crappy team, though, too, so that's a huge deal. 102 to 55, which that's a that's a big win. That's substantial. That's a substantial Who win. Who they play? They played McNeese State. Mm. Um, I feel like they play them every year, every other year. Yeah, they pretty the much season. do, yeah. They, that must be in Nebraska or somewhere nearby. Um, I'm not sure where McNeese is. I think I McNeese is in uh, – like South Carolina, North Carolina, or something like that. 
That's wild that they have that they play them so often. Then. Oh, it's in Lake Charles, Louisiana. Yeah, that makes sense. I guess that's not that long a drive. Yeah, it's not that far. It's probably a bus trip. Um, Nebraska signed the first ever five star recruit for the Huskers. Did you just say Lake Charles? Lake Charles, Louisiana. There's a Harris Casino there. Really? You? I assume you've been there. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh man. Next week, Nebraska plays uh, Creighton. Creighton's in Omaha. Yeah, I knew that. Obviously. I, knew so, that. Uh, I imagine they play all It's the on the Big Ten Network. So Nebraska gets a primetime Big Ten Network game the first two weeks of the of the season, which That's is nice. That's awesome. It's nice. So, speaking how, of Nebraska. Though, yeah, how's Nebraska's basketball? Uh, they should be okay. Uh, they're not. I mean, Fred Hoiberg's a good coach, and he was good at Iowa State. He was good for the Pacers. The mayor. The mayor. He's actually from Nebraska, too. Yeah. And a lot of people didn't think that because he coached for Iowa State and was always in Indiana Iowa, and Iowa and stuff. Uh, but, yeah, he's from Nebraska anyway. He got a five-star recruit, not playing this year, but next year, Bryce McGowan. Nice. Uh, and Nebraska, because of their performance on the football field last week, maybe we're going to turn into a basketball school. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like, Nebraska ball is like the term all the time, you know? And I, we've never won a tournament game before. We uh, we we've been in this transition at Florida State from football to school. To yeah, we're both in the same boat it's right not now, really buddy. On purpose, but you know, Leonard Hamilton's been there forever, and you know, he's he's really created a great basketball program and football team's kind of oh, yeah, not looking so hot right now. So we're in the same boat there, bud. We're Just in the same boat it. there. We're in the same boat. Uh, Nebraska lost to Illinois. God, that was ugly. Mm. I only watched the first half. Yeah, that's all you needed to watch. Yep. Yikes, man. Yikes. Yeah. Um, beat Penn State and then come out and just lay an egg against Illinois. And Illinois is just terrible. Yes. Illinois and Rutgers are the probably the two worst teams in the Big 12. Or in the Big 10, I mean. Yeah. I mean, preseason I would have included Maryland in that conversation, but now two of his little brothers playing pretty well. You know, at least enough that they're not horrible. Yeah, I mean he he's really good, man. He's good. He's the, really the, good. He brings up the team a little bit, but he looks a lot better. I think he look he looks less awkward than Tua, only because he's right handed. Yeah, <laughs> but he looks about the same player. Like he's got wheels a little bit, like Tua does. He's got the same kind of footwork movement. It seems like yeah, they obviously learn together. You know, they're not yeah. that far apart. Yeah. Interesting team though, Maryland. I'm gonna take Maryland this week. Off. Who are they playing this week? Maryland plays. Indiana. Oh, are you? I'm sorry. Are you already done with all of with like your revisit to last weekend? Um, I mean, if you want to go through, we. I mean, we've got Hawaii. We got USC minus one. I the Oklahoma State OU game was the frustrating to me. Um, Northwestern is your pick. Yeah. Uh, got the Cincy UCF over. Cincy oh. really good, huh? Cincy's pretty good, man. It's they, that it coach. Looked, yeah, they, they're pretty good. That was the dude that was that was at Ohio State right before Urban Meyer. Um, I think that guy was the coach who was there for like two years or something. And the, yeah, right before Urban and, Meyer. And then when Urban was like, "I'll come back and coach again," yeah. I'm suddenly healthy. <laughs> they're like, "You're out." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's that Cincinnati now. I wonder who Urban Meyer's doctors are, because you know he has this thing where, oh, I'm sick. Health reasons. Go win a title at Ohio State. Yeah. Oh, I'm sick again. Ryan Daisy take over for a while. Yeah. And now there's rumors of Urban Meyer going to Texas. Texas? Yeah. I've heard, also heard USC. because I've uh, also heard that, too. What's his name's brother isn't, isn't loved. The Texas coach is... Uh, oh, I was talking about that USC is... Uh, is uh, his brother used to play for the Rockies here. Oh, yeah, Helton. Helton, that's right. Todd Helton's brother, Clayton. Yeah, Clayton Helton. So he's just, he doesn't seem like he's a bad coach. He just isn't loved by the fan base. Well, when so, you when Urban Meyer's like, I'll take that job, the university pushes out whoever they have. Yeah. <laughs> they just, that's just what happens. Yeah, you're out of here. Who's the Texas coach? Is it uh, Tom Herman? It is Tom Herman. He used to be at Houston. So Tom Herman had a press conference um, last Thursday, I think it was. And. There was rumors of Urban Meyer coming to Texas, and he addressed this on the press conference because he was asked about what he thought about his job security. And he 
made some snide remarks about the loyalty of his fans and how Urban Meyer basically mentioned how was Urban Meyer suddenly healthy again. Yeah. And um Yeah, it, it was a it was kind of cringy. Like his what he his like actual quote, I'm not sure of, but it sounded pretty snarky. And like he's he's not happy about the rumors, you it know. It was kind of cringy. He made he made a comment about how Urban Meyer is actively hurting his recruiting as not a coach of another team, which is kind of weird to say something. Yeah, not even like, a coach. Yeah, just that he's an ESPN employee. Yeah, exactly. You know? Like I don't, I don't get it. I'm not sure the details of that either. I'm not sure if Urban Meyer is like calling kids or like actively participating in some other recruiting. Which, if that's the case, then the NCAA should probably He's tip still, off to the NCAA. <laughs> Urban Meyer's still on the payroll in Nebraska. I mean, Nebraska, I mean, in Ohio, Ohio State. State. Yeah. So I there's just some saw red instead of Nebraska. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's something like that. There's something going on with that, though. Or at least Tom Herman thinks there is. Who knows? Yeah. That'll co- probably come out in the next few weeks, I assume. Just assumed. because you're paranoid doesn't mean people aren't trying to kill you. <laughs> That's true. I would assume that, like, around, like, the if we're having a regular-ish bull season, that we'll find out some info about that. And if Texas stops doing well, which they haven't done great so far this year still, um, if they get blown out by Iowa State this week, Herman's job is probably over. That's who – oh, Texas plays Iowa State. Yeah. I was thinking you said Iowa, but Iowa's playing Nebraska. Iowa's playing Nebraska. Ah, man, Iowa. <laughs> um, I mean, Nebraska's plus 13 and a half. Uh, what? It's in Iowa. But it's like the rivalry game, which people in Iowa, Hawkeye fans, think that this is like the big rivalry, right? That Nebraska's big rival is Iowa. And that's just far from the truth. because And Colorado fans think the same way. So a couple days ago was the anniversary of Colorado beating Nebraska 63 to 36 before Nebraska went and played Miami in the Rose Bowl in 2001. And so I saw this stuff on CU Buffalo's Twitter and nonsense about, oh, how's the corn doing lately and all this stuff. I was like, we're not much worse than you guys, buddy. (laughs) Like, we're really, you haven't won a conference championship or anything major since then either. And you didn't even, we went to the national championship that year. We got blown out by a Miami team that was yeah. basically all all pros. Yeah, like their the entire team was NFL players. It, it's weird because they don't. You guys play in a much tougher conference. Yeah, yeah. You know the Pac-12 is soft. Colorado, yeah, Colorado really. Unless you're dominating your conference, you kind of got can't really talk shit to anybody outside your conference right so, now. Yeah. Maybe Colorado State, you still own them, I guess. Yeah, right? but, and that's not a big rivalry either because Colorado should win that game every year. It's just an in-state rivalry. CU is, is a much higher program, like, tier than CSU. Yeah, in conference affiliation. Yeah, yeah. But not necessarily in, like... It, yeah, but in conference affiliation, you would think that the that Bowler could get way better kids than yeah. Fort Collins. And they do have a little bit of history, too, that whereas Colorado State does not. Yeah, exactly. Um, so the CU Nebraska all-time record. This is what I post on Twitter, these guys. Nebraska is 42-20-2 all-time against against CU. The and that's you know, 22 point 22 games over is that's a big number, right? Yeah. So in those games, though, Nebraska leads total points scored by 692 points. So Nebraska's average win. In those twenty-two different games, difference is thirty-two points almost. <laughs> so like, and like, I tell them, I tell CU fans all the time about how like, man, we don't hate you. I have a CU Buffalo's hat and stuff. We won all the time. I don't hate you guys. Our rival was Oklahoma and Texas for the most part of the Big Twelve. Now in the Big Eight, it was always Oklahoma because CU took the spot, the Friday after Thanksgiving spot from Oklahoma originally when they split the Big Twelve when it was Big Eight to Big Twelve. Um, Texas, Texas Tech, uh, some of these, they all, but the teams that joined the big, the big eight, they, um, split Oklahoma and Nebraska up in the North and South division. So Nebraska didn't play Oklahoma every season. So then we took over, Colorado took over the, the Friday after Thanksgiving, the black Friday game from there on out, but that was only 96. So 
for most of the time, the rivalry game for Nebraska was Oklahoma for, you know, 100 years. So you're saying CU views Nebraska as a big rival, yeah. right? Iowa views Nebraska as a big rival. Who does Nebraska view as their main rival? Like I would, in, out I would right still now. say that Oklahoma is our biggest. We don't play every year, though. No, no. Yeah, but so now the Big Ten is driving this uh, Iowa rivalry thing because now Iowa took the spot of the Black Friday game. Ah, uh, I see what you're saying. What and and I mean Iowa State's in a different conference, so like that's their main. So in for Iowa's perspective. That's their main rival in conference. Rival. Yeah, now yeah. Nebraska's yeah, and yeah. the Big Ten kind of lined that up when they when we switched over to have like a rivalry game, and they're all this week pretty much. Do you now this year's Corona chaos? You know, not notwithstanding, do you like being in the Big Ten? You know, originally I thought that this would be cool for Nebraska. And I think that it's helped our basketball program because in the Big 12, oh, yeah. it's only Kansas pretty much. It's the, the always always the top seed. Yeah. But we don't fit in the Big 10 football style-wise, and we've seen that in the past, you know, four or five years. We are getting crushed. <laughs> and it's we're getting recruits, but the style of play doesn't really match up. I would rather have stayed in the Big 12, but Texas ruined that for everybody. It's a pretty amazing uh, football conference. I mean, Michigan State's having a very off year, but Michigan State, Michigan, and and Ohio State alone are three, and Penn State are literally four of the biggest names in football. And then like historically, it, yeah, yeah, historically, and I mean, the hundred and ten thousand people go to see Michigan games or and Penn State games and whatever. Yeah, you know, and it's a yeah. really big. Oh deal. yeah, all and I then, mean, the biggest stadiums in the in the country are Big Ten and SEC. Yeah. And then you, you, you see the Northwestern on the rise. You see Iowa on the rise. You see Minnesota on the rise to an extent. Great coaching staff. Maryland's too. having a year, you know, largely because of recruiting. Um, Great coaching staffs in almost all the schools. Like Northwestern's coach is awesome. Yeah. Um, Minnesota's coach. We've talked about that before. The yeah. the chop the wood guy. Yeah, Fleck or. Fleck yeah, PJ or, Fleck. Yeah, Fleck. He's cool. Yeah. Um. Obviously, Harbaugh, Ryan Day, before that, Urban Meyer. Scott Frost's success at Oregon and then success at UCF. Not so much at Nebraska yet, but there's still a lot of time. People will be extra patient because he was he's a Nebraska Well, so Nebraska fans have are kind of unreasonable. Like They want it to be 90, the early 90s. They, yeah, they want it to be the mid-early 90s. Well, from 98 or 97 to 1970 or whatever. We were awesome. We were in the top 25 every year for 30 years. And that's just modern age college football. That's not reasonable. You see people on Twitter and Nebraska fans talk about how Nebraska is terrible and how they don't play as any part and all this stuff. But people forget that Tom Osborne coached a long time before he won a title, before he was – he contended a lot because he got past a program from Bob Devaney that was already back-to-back national championships. In seventeen seventy one, so we need patience. The Nebraska fans need to chill the fuck out yeah. <laughs> and just we'll we'll get there eventually. Hopefully, we're we're building. We're getting more talented at least. So plus thirteen and a half at Iowa this week. I mean, we God. we can't expect we can't respect results yet. I get it, but what about this very week? What oh man, um, it's gonna be bad. I think it's gonna be bad. <laughs> I think it's. It's I, in, if it was in Lincoln, I would have more faith in this. I would want the same number if it was in Lincoln, <laughs> <laughs> which wouldn't happen. You know, that yeah, just wouldn't of course, happen. Of um, so as much as I despise the Hawkeyes fans because they talk so much shit the last four or five years, um, again, and also every time I've done this, again, betting against Nebraska, I get burned. Penn State, Penn State, it's get burned. It's called the emotional hedge. Um, you, know, you bet against your, your <laughs> team, so either you make money or you're happy. One or the other. You know? Michigan State in 2015, big against Nebraska, got burned. Hey. I still think he was out of bounds in that catch at the end of the game. <laughs>
Nebraska won the game though, which you know that's nice. All right. But but uh, but I would take Iowa probably in this game. Like All this right. is this is pro. I mean I I'm I'm like fighting myself to not bet on bet bet against Nebraska. Yeah. You were saying, I'll probably do it though. <laughs> you were saying that you liked Maryland this weekend too. I like Maryland plus twelve against Indiana. I was gonna bring up Indiana because obviously Connor is not here. You know he. He's a big Indiana guy. He is, He's yeah. Hoosiers guy. Tough game last week, but man, they came back and made it close. They came at least. back and made it close. They man. covered. Yeah, that's true. It was, pl- <laughs> it was plus twenty for Indiana. Yeah. Um, my question is whether or not they can bounce back after. I mean, yes, they came back and beat the spread, but they still kind of got their ass beat by Ohio State, right? And sometimes you see like a. A bad beat, like a like a tough, you know, drumming, cost you two games instead of just one. Exactly, exactly. Is that your rationale it, here? It kind of is, and I really I think that Maryland is still underrated. Like Maryland came out and put a beating on some teams on Penn State. Yeah. Player plus twenty six. Now Penn State is is not good, which is weird to say that Penn State, Nebraska, and Michigan are at the bottom of the Big Ten right. Like, three historic programs are way low in the totem pole as far as wins right wow. now. It's, it's a, I don't think that's ever happened before. So, Nebraska, Penn State, and Michigan are, like, three, five, and seven in all-time wins in the history of college football. All-time. That's insane. Yeah, it's looking really bad in all three towns right now. So, Maryland, I like Maryland a lot. Uh, it's like the same thing what you're saying is uh, so if you look at the NFL when the Bears when when teams play the Bears and they lose the Bears they almost never cover the next week as if they're favorites almost never you know sometimes uh, sometimes you get your ass beat and it, it's like the physical style of play though and yeah it takes you know it, it, take, it, it takes a toll the next game yeah you see it sometimes in basketball when Somebody like loses a like, like a buzzer beater, like a like a real close game that they're not a hundred percent dialed in the next game. They come out flat the next day, right? Or the next yeah. couple days later. I, I mean, I'll be honest. I look for spots like that when I'm betting on the. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like forever. I've told you about how the back to back on the end of road games and stuff like that, yeah. in the road trips for yeah. the NBA, is my move. When the lines look weird, I'm like, oh, it looks weird because of these reasons, yeah. and you you can figure that out. You just have to look into it, you know. What else um, in the Big Ten do you like this week? Like, so wait, is, are you guys the only the only game on Thursday? Friday. Oh, you guys play Friday. Friday, yeah. There is a game on Thursday, but it's like New Mexico and Utah State or something. Yeah, there's some weird game. Well, the scheduling is weird this week anyway. Yeah, but are you guys the only uh, Big Ten game this, uh, on Friday? On Friday, yeah. I believe yeah. so, yeah. yeah. Your guys, Liberty, are playing again. You love them. Minus Gosh. 37 and a half against UMass, but UMass is so bad. I yeah, guess. and you can't take a 40 point spread on them. You just, I don't think that that's smart to. I won't be betting that game. I will not eat. Um, but then on Saturday, are there any other Big Ten games that you're paying attention to? Um, like? Not a lot of Big Ten games. Uh, I mean, Ohio State plays. Um, I just I'm going to hit Northwestern again. Minus 13 and a half against Michigan State. Michigan State's been really bad, and ever since, really bad ever since Northwestern changed their offensive coordinator, they're a whole new team. I'm, I'm really I like betting on smart teams of smart kids, and Northwestern's like Stanford, where you know they're not gonna let they're not they're not they're the opposite of Liberty. They're not gonna let everybody in. That's right? one of that's one of your, one of my favorite bets. With, with I talked to you about years ago was yeah, the, the, Stan, the Stanford Oregon games when Oregon was running this like weird off Mariota. Was you take Stanford because they stay home. They're smart. <laughs> like they, they, know they, they smart. So they stay they're home. Coachable. The, stu- yeah. the, the athletes are coachable. And when you have coachable kids with a good coach, I mean, that's the recipe for success. Yeah. Right? Northwestern very much seems like that right now for me. Uh, 13 and a half, I think it's a little big. Uh, I don't hate it, I guess. If it was I mean, 14, I'd, I'd be scared. I've been following you on Northwestern. At 13 and a half, I love it. I'll, I'll take it with you again. They're undefeated against the spread. I'm, I'm going to ride this until the wheels fall off. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll roll with you again on that. I'll roll with you I'm again. Up, like, 
I'm up. I'm up Northwestern. I mean, they played five games. You won every one of them. <laughs> so, I've done very well. You've done very well. Um, uh, Penn State, Michigan. Oh, yeah. Michigan's God. minus two. The thing about this game is somebody has to win. Oh, yeah. Somebody <laughs> has to win. Michigan had an epically good game last week, though. I mean, fun to watch. Yeah. Not been in play great, but great to watch. College football doesn't have ties. Yeah. Somebody it was has fun. to win. It was fun. Game. Yeah. Um... I feel like Harbaugh is out of there at the end of the year, going back to the NFL. Where's he going to go? Is he going to go for the Jets? I wouldn't mind being Trevor Lawrence's coach. Ah, I mean, that's yeah, a, you have a point there. That's a horse I'd hitch my wagon to. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's, you have a good point there. I shouldn't, I shouldn't refer to athletes as horses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll just make that a pass on just the analogy bits, you know, like. <laughs> Or is it a metaphor? <laughs> Analogy, metaphor. Simile? Simile? I have no idea. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ohio State plays Illinois. Ohio State minus 28 and a half. I, somebody told me. I don't know if this is true. Because I haven't really been watching Illinois football. Somebody told me that Black Santa say, shaved the beard. Really? Somebody said he shaved the beard off because it was, getting, it was causing problems with the mask or something. He had it last week, I'm pretty sure. Huh. Maybe they were. Maybe he, maybe he beat Nebraska and was like, all right. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy that they won that game. Crazy. Um, 28 and a half. That's a big number, man. The Ohio State probably covers. You said Maryland 12. I'm seeing Maryland plus 10 and a half. That means the line's moving towards Maryland. Like, there's money coming in on Maryland. They're lo- the, oh, it already went down. down to 11 and a half on mine. I got it at 10 and a half on mine, so. Oh. We have, yeah. If you're going to bet Maryland, the Do it sooner now. the better. Yeah. Like I said, the sooner the, the better. better. <laughs> you type in a number and then, ooh, magic. Look at that. Hey. Oh, boom. Hey. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good bet, man, for the week. I re- I really do like that one a lot. Um, couple other, one of the bigger games of the week. Uh, Notre Dame UNC is a big game. It's funny that you don't even. We're talking about the Big Ten games. Nobody, we, neither of us even mentions Rutgers Purdue. I mean, per- yeah. Purdue got screwed last week. Yeah, and Rutgers screwed, Rutgers, screwed. So really, who cares? Um, if you're if you bet on on Purdue last week, I feel for you. I bet on Minnesota. <laughs> oh, I bet on Minnesota too. How crazy the end of that one was! God, that he didn't. There was no pass interference. He didn't. He didn't even touch the guy. That was. He put his madness. hand out to like gauge a distance, but not to actually. He didn't touch them at all. That was crazy. Oh wait. Oh oh. Also, be, because of that game, there is some sports books that have refunded Purdue people's money. Classy. Yeah, like that is pretty classy, actually. It's nice having a good, like you know, a, a book with a touch of humanity. Yeah, because that was a terrible, terrible beat. Um, that's it. Huh? That's the whole Big Ten. So then, let's move on to games that you know might be more interesting or or matter more outside of the conference. Um, I'm gonna get in this Maryland thing here quick. <laughs> I had to find the list here. Sorry uh-huh. about that. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. I got 11 and a half still. Nice. You got a better number than me. You got to get on that bet MGM, buddy. I know. We're, we're going to beep that out, though, because they don't pay for fucking ad space. So why are you giving them free ad space? Because you bet, you get better line, man. I'm just saying. I'm trying to help you out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll leave it in this once, but only because I don't know how to beep things out. <laughs> We have that cool beef sound. We'll hurt once, though. I just don't know how to use it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. uh, the, I mean, there's a couple other big games. Uh, Notre Dame, obviously, is a big-time game this week. Notre That's Dame Friday and Friday also, right? That's you, Notre Dame at UNC? Yeah, yeah. Mac Brown's UNC? Yeah, I hate Mac Brown so much. Why? Oh, because of your Texas The Texas, yeah, I just... I've won like, some money with him on when he coached for North Carolina last year, mm-hmm. but... That's also I bet against you and me him. Both, buddy. I also bet against him when your Florida State Seminoles yeah, beat him this this year. Uh, Notre is, Dame minus five. This is I see six already. Um, this is uh, this is a spot for Mac Brown to like. You think so? Like high uh, national world. <laughs> uh, uh, Notre Dame is pretty good, man. Ian, Ian Book. Good. Ian Book is a 
as a Heisman candidate for sure. Is he this the third best quarterback in next year's draft? Um, so Lawrence first, yeah, yeah, yeah. then who? Lawrence Fields, Lawrence, Lawrence and Fields. Fields. Yeah. Okay, that's one too. In whatever, however, I'm sure there's some people that like Justin Fields more than Trevor Lawrence. Um, I don't, uh, you know, but I'm, uh, I, I kind of, they're a lot closer than people want to. So the thing about uh, Book that I've heard is that is that he's not flashy enough to win the Heisman. I kind of disagree with that. Ian Book looks like. Um, like Aaron Rodgers, because he gets out of the pocket and he makes deep throws. Yeah, I think Book might be the second best, the second best quarterback. Huh. I th- I like think, Fields a lot. I'm a big too. Fields fan, and I think Fields' game is gonna transfer. I think the, the books level. will. I think all maybe maybe all three of them transfer very well. Yeah, this might be one of the best quarterback classes we've seen in a while. If and they there's all that go. kid from NDSU who played one game this year. Who's fucking yeah, early second round. I mean, mid second round. Wince was that guy also, and Wince prior I'm, to the injury was going to get the MVP a couple years ago. He played six games, played very well. Yeah, good six games. I'm, Jameis, I'm not as low. Jameis on, played really a really good six games too in his rookie year. Yeah, true. I'm not as I'm not as down on Carson Wentz as others are though. I think that if Wince went somewhere else, he'd be he'd be really good. I you think just wanted to say Wentz wins. Wentz wins. If Wentz <laughs> went. <laughs> So, do you like Notre Dame to cover that? I do. Okay. I do. I like Notre Dame. Um, the that is the that's like the biggest like you know top twenty five matchup of the week. Yeah, there's not a lot. There's some uh, you know, there's some regional matchups. Obviously, like Stanford Cal's this weekend, Oregon Oregon State's this weekend. I mean, like that. Minnesota Wisconsin's canceled. T- Cincinnati Temple's right. canceled. Usually, o- Oklahoma West Virginia's canceled. Yeah, usually Florida Florida State play this week, but that's not happening this year. Yeah, yeah, it's just not. So, it's just a weird time. man. COVID weird sucks, game. dude. COVID this sucks. thing sucks. What uh, What other games you got your eye on that might not involve? <laughs> Top twenty-five teams. Like where, where, where um, are just some spots. I got the. I love SMU. I don't know why I like them so much. They're that, fun to watch. They score. They score fun. points. That it's fun. fun. I've been taking the SMU team total overs. You're welcome. And and the over overs almost every week. I missed it two weeks ago when I had a terrible terrible week. But, but I'm doing. Back. I'm doing it again back. though. Yeah. I'm doing it again though. Sometimes you got to get back up on the horse. A- SMU. The yes. Mustangs? SMU yes, Mustangs? Yes, I dig it. Yeah, I like it. You got all the metaphors or whatever old. they are. I'm turning into, I'm, I'm dropping puns like my dad. <laughs> dad jokes. God. Dad jokes. I don't have any kids. <laughs> um, SMU versus ECU over 68. I like it. How? I don't know anything about ECU. Man, SMU just scores tons of points. Um, <laughs> They scored, they do. I mean, they scored tons of points. SMU's team total is, I just had it pulled up here. We probably should have been prepared. I, ha- I had this pulled up, but I had to go put the bed in for Maryland, so I had to go back. <laughs> uh, SMU, <laughs> SMU's team total is um, 34. Jeez, that's low. No, 38. I'm sorry. Wrong side there. Even 38. that one I like. Yeah, I, I like it. It's a 12 and a half point spread. Um, I, But I dig it. Huh. Yeah, that's a, that seems like a good wager right there. SMU puts up a lot of points, man. They're fast. They score tons of points. I mean, I th- you saw that when Cortland Sutton was there, that they just have receivers, just crazy fast receivers. And they're all big. They're all 6'4", 6'2". They're awesome. I like that a lot. I like the over 68. I like the team total on them. Uh, how do you feel about your Florida State Seminoles? Tough year. Weird fucking year, man. I don't like that we didn't have a preseason with a new coach. Uh, a lot of the guys have decided not to play anymore. But that kind of that's kind of given opportunities to the people that Norvell has recruited to play in his system. So 
I don't know. I think they, they seem to get a little bit better every week. Plus nine and a half at home against Virginia. Virginia isn't very good. They're not. They're, they've had a good weekend. Uh, they've had two good weekends. But they're I'm four not, and four. You're not t- I mean, really impressed. I'm not really impressed with them. So nine and a half. It's nine and a half or nine. Nine and a half. That might be too many. I like Florida State also this week. I kind of, I've always kind of liked Florida State for a long time anyway, going back to Tamaric Vanover. So uh, I always kind of look at them anyway. And part of that's because, I mean, you obviously, the interest in Florida State's always fun. Um, I like Florida State plus nine and a half. And I keep doing this because I think it's fun. Florida State's going to win some games. And this might be one of them. Plus 280 money line. I kind of like that. If it was in Virginia, I would change my mind probably. But the plus 280 uh, at home. Jeez, I already got it at plus 8.5 and and plus 260. So it's moving in the right direction. Yeah, yeah, see? Damn it. Because these are numbers that I wrote down last night when I was going through some extra research kind of stuff prepped for this kind of thing, you know? Yeah. So if they went down today already, I mean, maybe – Take Florida State right now as well. <laughs> uh, other than that, I like Texas minus one against ISU. Um, I think Texas probably gets the win against uh, Iowa State. Saves, Iowa State looks so good. Save Sony's job? Maybe. Iowa State looked so good last week against Kansas State, though. Shut them out. Brutal. Yeah, but Kansas State's not very good. They're not. You're right. But they play so slow, it's hard to keep – it's hard to cover spreads like that. Um. They just run the ball and just it's it's not fun to watch actually at all. Right. The un, the only other college football game I like a lot NC State. You gotta versus, get your money back from last week versus Syracuse. <laughs> Syracuse was really bad. I lost on both those teams last week. Oh yeah. So I'm going NC State this week. <laughs> NC State <laughs> minus fourteen and a half. Syracuse couldn't score last week about one damn point. Who's to think that they're gonna start this week? Yeah, like they turned them, they fumbled four times. Yeah. They lost all four fumbles. It's insane. It's crazy. No, they fumbled. No, that's I'm wrong. They fumbled six times and lost four fumbles. Oh wow! If you have four turnovers like that, you're not winning. It's tough. You're not winning. It's tough. They had a fumble at the twenty, a fumble you're... at the fifty. They had, they just, they just can't do it, man. They're bad. Uh, other than that, man, I mean, Clemson's minus 24 against Pittsburgh. Jeez. Pittsburgh's actually not horrible. The number's why, big. Which is why it's only 24. Clemson's pretty good. It might be. Yeah, it probably would have been like 35 against yeah. some teams like that. Kind of a weird week of college football. While, a lot while, of cancellations and stuff, too. brought up, speaking of Clemson and speaking of cancellations, what happened last weekend? Where Clemson traveled all the way to Tallahassee, but brought a symptomatic, positive COVID tested, you know. And then Davo would try to blame Florida State for ducking. It's Davo seems like he is uh, a terrible human. <laughs> he sounds like a terrible person. I. It's weird because I would have said the exact opposite, you know, for a long time. But oh yeah, he seems to just be tone deaf of what's going on in the world right now. You know, a lot of coaches are like that, it seems like. They're in the – I mean, look at Gruden, right? I love John Gruden. But John Gruden loved football so much that his, his world revol- revolves around just football. And they dedicate their entire life, their entire week, all their time to football and all these things that they don't get outside to talk to regular people, <laughs> I don't think, you know? Yeah. And, and it's – and the people that they do talk to, it's a lot of boosters, it's a lot of – Yes, man. People, yeah, it's people that are like, well, we're going to play football this week, and you're doing a great job all the time. And, yeah. and like, they don't get the whole the whole worldview necessarily, you know? Yeah. Um, a lot of them are just not in touch with the rest of the country. Yeah. I thought it was pretty, pretty dirty for him to talk about how Florida State is trying to duck Clemson, though. Yeah, that that was pretty terribly bad. It seemed, I mean, from everything I've read and heard and about it, it seemed like it was a legitimate medical decision on the 
side of the doctors. I mean, the doctors aren't involved in any kind of a scam or conspiracy. You know, it's just not how it goes. Yeah. Doctors don't go to med school and do all this stuff to be like, oh, we're going to screw this football team over. That's just not how it works. Um, other than that, man, there's not a lot of games this week that I really like. I like the Texas Tech, Oklahoma State over 54. Oklahoma State, I think, does bounce back strong. And Texas Tech, and they'll both score points. I've been on okay. this Big 12 overkick for a few weeks. I had one week that was off. But I, I'm surprised that Vegas and the line makers haven't corrected to add the extra 10 points onto the overs. Yet still, because week one, week two of the Big 12, I took every game over and hit them all. <laughs> yeah. Big 12 has always been the uh, conference that has way Zero. more offense than Yeah, defense. very little defense. Yeah, so it's. They're kind of the ones that started the whole spread, throw it, air it out offense anyway. Yeah. You know, Texas Tech, well, and Hawaii too, a long time ago. Yeah. And then, remember Quentin Griffin for Oklahoma? Vaguely. He played for the Broncos, but too. Right. But they did that like shotgun, weird draw play and four wide all the time thing yeah. in like 1998, 99 ish. And that's what everybody does now. Yeah. So Bob Stoops was ahead of the game on that. Right. And uh, that's, they're going to put up, Oklahoma State does the same thing. They're going to put up 40 points. True. Probably. Texas Tech's going to put up 30 something points. That's a good one, I think. I think that's an easy one. I think that's an easy win for the over. That's like my lock for the week it would be the over Texas Tech, Oklahoma State. 54, pretty low number still, too. I only think it's low because Oklahoma State didn't score last week very much. Yeah. Huh. You're putting not too low. <laughs> yeah, I got it at 53 and a half. I was thinking yeah, I like it. I yeah. like it. <laughs> Whenever you're like, yeah, huh, I see you. Hey. <laughs> We'll just book that one right now. <laughs> Are there any uh, – so if that's it with the college football. Are there any, like, college basketball games I should have my eye on? Or it's too early for you to start? Um, it's it's pretty early to start that. You might, you're going to see some some good teams, though. NC State and ACC, uh, if you can get the future still. Um, eight, uh, NC State to win the conference is a pretty good bet. I think it's plus – 800? Dude, come on. Don't get get real. We know where we know. Dude, for, uh, I would put a, I would put someone I mean as a long shot NC State as, as a, that's we a pretty good know bet. Who's winning the Florida NC State's pl- I had Florida State last night plus 460 to win the conference. Oh wow. It's a pretty good number also. Huh. And they have a lot of people back, you know. That's I think that's a really good squad. Uh yeah, there um, really are. They have this – that IMG Academy down in Bradenton is kind of like a feeder school for Florida State basketball now, and it's a beautiful thing. It's awesome for it's you, really yeah. Really it's super great. awesome for you. Yeah, guys are showing up ready. They already have the right, you know, kind of go get it, go, go get the W kind of mentality that Leonard Hamilton likes, you know. We also have a great coach who's been there forever, Who and there's a – there's stability and continuity in the basketball program that I wish the football program had. There's like not that a lot of programs don't have, you know. There's not a lot of big time matchups on Thursday though. Thanksgiving Day, Kansas Gonzaga, number 1 against number 6. Gonzaga starts out number 1 in Gonzaga. Uh, well, it's not in Gonzaga. It's in, you know, Fort Myers, Florida, I guess now. But Oh, they're playing in Florida. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're doing a kind of a weird bubble thing yeah, for, cool. for a little bit. Cool, yeah. And if you follow, like, Jay Billis talked about this a little bit about how they're going to start in a bubble and end in a bubble. But the middle of the college basketball season is going to kind of be weird. It's going to be tough with the travel and stuff, I think. You're yeah. going to see a lot of cancellations. You already see that somewhat this week. Yeah. Gonzaga, Kansas. Gonzaga minus three and a half is the early line. I don't even have it available to bet on, but that's like the like in Vegas. If you're at the casino, the early line is three and a half. Uh, I would probably take Kansas. I only say that because Killian Hayes and some of these guys from Gonzaga are done. Like they got, they're out, and like even the seniors for Gonzaga obviously are done. They didn't even get to play the tournament. 
So, um, and Kansas is returning some players, and they're going to be really good. St- yeah. I like Kansas in the points, especially since it's not – it's a neutral site. I like neutral site games. I feel like you can – you really learn a lot about teams when both teams are kind of away from home and who who kind of brings their their A game with them, you know, on the road. I don't know. I just – I've always liked neutral site. In basketball, it's super fun because, like, you get the early season conference tur- – or the early season, like, uh, holiday yeah. tournaments and stuff like that. Right, like, and tonight we'll... we should be watching games from Maui. Yeah. Right yeah, now. Yeah, we yeah. We should. Yeah. We right should. Now, you know? Hawaii's like, stay away from yeah. us, though. Like, because they're – Well, they're they're Boise State went and played yeah. football there this past but year. They I don't imagine want... they had to get there a week early and they were tested a million times. Oh, it was crazy. Like... I heard about some of the travel plans, how the travel worked for Boise yeah. to go to Hawaii. So if you or I would go to Hawaii, uh, when we get there, we have to test and quarantine. Yeah. And then when we come back, we have to do the same thing. You know, Hawaii. So it takes like a week. As an island, or as a series of islands, it's easier to protect your community over or from what's going on. So yeah. New Zealand just shut all the borders, everything, for you know a while. And now they're being really strict. What's coming in? And they're doing really not, well. And they're doing really well. Japan, yeah, Hawaii, Being New an Zealand island has like, its benefits. You know? Yeah, uh, it I definitely know I does. Can't, like for example, you know, New York. If I was to try to fly to New York right now, I would. There's all kinds of shit going on in the airports in New York. They don't want anybody coming in. It's it's really bad. But I could drive there. I could drive to New York right now. Nobody would. Yeah. Would <laughs> Take you forever. But. So yeah, but the point is, like, this is silly in the United States where. There's nonstop movement, and there's so many people that. Well, that's one thing. It's hard to compare us to other countries, other other places. Sure. Our our landmass is so big. Mm-hmm. You know, like our landmass is comparable to Australia, but our population is so much big. Yeah. So it's just hard to compare, and yeah. it, it's hard to control, obviously. Yeah, I'm just cheering for the vaccine makers because I don't think this is going to go. I don't. I don't see anybody doing all the things that has to be done. For it to be get under control without mass distribution of a vaccine as soon as possible. Yeah, it's going to be tough. It's going to be a tough few months for sure. College basketball hopefully runs somewhat smoothly. And they're going to do these bubbles in Florida and these bubbles in some other places to play games. And hopefully this starts off okay and we get through the first of the year. And then we can start kind of a normal-ish basketball season. Yeah. Um, until just, then, there's a lot of cancellations already. Yeah. There's a lot of to-be-determined games where we don't know what time they're going to play or I'm when they're going to play. I'm kind of surprised they didn't go to conference-only action this year, but they make so much money on those interconference games early in the season. And the tournaments, those early-season tournaments, yeah. the sponsorships make so much money. Yeah. So I'm not sure of this, but I watched this little video um, from, again, Jay Billis. I love Jay Billis. He's my, he's my dude. Uh, about how... Uh, the NCAA makes substantially more money on basketball than they do any other sport. Because the overhead's lower? And I, I'm not sure how this how the revenue splits go for the conferences in football. I'm not I, I don't know how that works exactly. Have more power on football. Yeah. yeah, it does definitely seems like it. So the NCAA, the first time ever that we didn't have a tournament was last year. And it's kind of crazy to think that we've been through world wars and all this shit forever and you know Vietnam and all these all this stuff forever and they never canceled tournament and then this is the this is the first season yeah. first year is wild it's wild there's not a lot of big time i mean the beginning of the football beginning of the basketball season is a lot of yeah playing in out state of, like small schools yeah and stuff yeah like, that. like um the only other thing i wanted to talk to you about while you're here or while we're together, or while we're recording your podcast, who do you think had the best NBA draft? Oh man, uh, or best I should say best NBA offseason so far. Well, the Warriors had a great draft. I mean, getting Wiseman is probably the move. Uh, the Nuggets stellar moves by the Nuggets. Yeah, I'm the little, draft day. Draft moves. draft I day. I don't love that you let both Jeremy. Grant and Plumlee go. I like that Millsap is now getting paid a third of what he was. Yeah, getting paid. I like that a lot. I, I, I'm fine with bringing back the veteran president. No, I like that a lot. Number, I like that right? a lot too. But I would uh, love to add a piece somewhere, and I feel like we kind of 
lost the piece in Grant, but um, I saw that they just uh, they made Mobile's two way contract a standard standard contract. Yeah, so I like that. He is a Nugget, not uh, like going back and forth. Well, we're gonna have to replace Plumley somehow, and the Nuggets signed. Uh, what's the the young kid's name that played for the Rockets? Oh, I saw uh, Greg Whittington. Whittington. He, Whittington. But no, no, there's a, the, another dude that the Nuggets signed and said, though. Whittington, also- Whittington is a combo of, of like, uh, Jeremy Grant and um, Torrey Craig kind of style, probably. Cool. Is He's 6'8", 250-ish. He's Long, a pretty, he's a big dude. Decent shooter. And he can shoot it, and he's, he's kind of, like, bulkier than Grant. What, what do you know about the kid from Real Madrid that they... Oh man, he was he was playing with Luca. I know. I saw some videos of him, and he looks like he, he's nasty. He, he's five eleven, and he looks nasty. If he, he he's like a, take... he's like your he's kind of reminds me of your boy Ricky Rubio. <laughs> Ricky Rubio. Um, <laughs> You're better at that than me. I know, but I, he I, but he he kind of reminds me of that. Of, I of, Rick, see of Ricky. that. Yeah. If he develops a little bit, he could enable Jamal Murray to slide in the two. I'm not sure how good of a shooter he is. We got Jamal Murray. Well, yeah, but I mean, I don't he's either, kind I don't, of like a... I don't want someone who's going to take shots away from Murray and Jokic. But I don't want a, a, a early early career Rondo style where he can't shoot the three. We want that threat still. Sure, but... I really like the idea of having a legit kind of one, a, a, like a facilitator that can set Murray up to either drive or shoot. I, Murray has developed a whole, whole lot as a point guard also. Yeah, like he's really made a lot of big, big steps yeah. to become more of a point guard and less of just a shooter. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a really tough conference, though. It the is. The Lakers Man. are incredible. I feel like the Clippers, they're <sighs> a little bit better. Um I, the and Clippers, the Warriors, obviously. The Warriors would be good. Cl- man, Clay getting hurt again that's is sad. man. That's really sad, sad, dude. That's sad. Houston isn't a bad roster now that they added Boogie Cousins and ah uh, shit, what's his name to play next to Harden and Westbrook if they're going to run it. One back of those again. two are gone. You have to assume one of the two is out of here. We know they both have asked for to be moved. We don't know that it's going to happen. I would just guess that one of the two is gone. So I've the one I the trade rumor rumor that I heard recently was Westbrook for Wall. I I really like John Wall. I always have. Seen him healthy. He hasn't been healthy for a while. Um, John Wall, when he was, he had a couple of just amazing seasons. Yeah, and then just injury prone, and he was playing on a bad team because Bradley Beal wasn't. Bradley, what Bradley Beal is now, yet, you know. Speaking of what Bradley Beal is now, imagine Beal and Westbrook and everything else they've done this offseason. I can't believe I'm about to say this. The Wizards might make, if they were to make that deal and bring in a Westbrook and get rid of Wall's contract, you know. Especially in the East, they might be a playoff team. They could be a playoff team. Yeah, that really could. You know what else is really crazy? All the moves that that um, the Pelicans have made Ooh. until they re-signed Brandon Ingram just a couple days ago. That's a lot of money. For Brandon. Oh yeah, he, man, he is he's developing into what they thought he was going to be now. Though. Yeah, like he put up fifty-one a couple times this and year. And they still have Lonzo, and I think yeah. Lonzo Ball is quite good. So for a short time frame there, before they had all the contracts done, Zion Williamson was the longest tenured Pelican. Which is hilariously funny. Yeah. It only well, lasted like two days. Yeah, <laughs> but it was still Transition funny. Transition time in New Orleans, you know, they had new, new. They got a good squad, man. Yeah. They got a good squad. I like what they're, they're doing. really young. I they got a good doing. squad, and so Denver and and New Orleans are kind of the same media market level. Yeah. And the Pelicans are kind of doing the same thing that the Nuggets started to do. Like they're building the same way. Isn't the Nuggets that built. where we hired Tim Connolly from? Oh no, he maybe he's at OKC. He was. No, I think he was in New Orleans. He might have been. I'm not sure of that actually. Uh, but they're saying, doing the same program, the same yeah, style thing. A... Um, I hope the Nuggets go and sign one more big guy, or really uh, make to. one more move. Really wanted Boogie Cousins. I, I thought that would be cool. 
So I just want an enforcer. I want I somebody. Want, I want an Oakley. I want a Mason. Let's just go. Let's just go sign Tony Allen just to sit the bench and sure. and just to be the tough guy. I, I, that's what we need is a tough. We need somebody that when someone tries to fucking punk Jokic, Jokic, that, <laughs> that Tony Allen will run off the bench and knock just, him out, and just, he'll take the fucking yeah, the yeah. suspension. He's t- yeah. You know, we don't want to yeah. lose Jokic. And then he ain't he do that again because you put Tony Allen on the bench in street clothes when he's suspended, <laughs> and he'll do it in street clothes. <laughs> Jokic's kind of a happy-go-lucky kind of guy. Like, the team smiles a lot. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. I want one motherfucking neck choker. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. One guy who's going to go, I want a Sprewell. Well, yeah, I, I was Spreewell. just going to say that also. I want a Sprewell. kid is playing in college, I think, now. What school? I'm not sure. I just huh. I just, so I just saw this article about, about uh, NBA players' kids playing in college. Oh, yeah. Speaking of that, one more thing. LSU to win the SEC conference is like plus six thousand. <laughs> it's something crazy, and that's probably a good bet. It's probably a pretty smart bet. The value is definitely there for that. Uh, sixty to one, huh? It's something just insane. I just read this last night too. I'll check on it quick and make sure I'm not just insane. It might that might have been the make for them to make the, the tournament or make the Final Four, maybe. I'm not sure now. I forget. I had this all up, and then I had to go away from my thing to make bets. Yeah, make bets. <laughs> that's what you're talking. <laughs> well, listen, man, you're just over the hour. So my buzzer's going to go off. <laughs> or it should have gone off a few minutes ago. <laughs> but, uh, we got a lot to talk about next week. we yeah. got a lot of NCAA basketball. We still have NBA offseason stuff. Presumably Connor will be back. Presumably. Presumably. Hopefully. Hopefully. Shout out to Connor. Hopefully he's uh, taking care of himself. Yeah. Um, and shout out to everybody who's listening. Keep tuning in to the Nebraska Hour. Do you have like a like a sign off yet? You got like a tagline? I don't, man. I don't you really. Like, I don't really have a. You know. I mean. <laughs> a little script. Let's go, little... Huskers here. You know. <laughs> God. I. I mean. <sighs> Make sure you rate and review the podcast with five stars and. And all kinds of nice comments and, you know, all that stuff. That stuff's important. I'll work on a sign-off on a – Yeah. One tell, of my favorite guys. Tell everybody to unfollow and re- unsubscribe and resubscribe. Unsubscribe and resubscribe. Yeah, yeah. Do that every week. It gives us – it kind of bumps us up. You know, kind of cheat the system. And then, you know, when you're when you're just screwing around watching a game or something, just play play this a couple times. Just put it on mute and play it a couple times. <laughs> right before you go to bed. And then the next night, do it again on a different browser. A different platform. Hit play. And just turn the volume off. You know? We need some listens, buddy. We need some listens. <laughs> We're building. We'll get there eventually. And uh, what, how many is this? Five? I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah. I haven't been counting. What about uh, your Twitter and your Instagram and all that stuff? Uh, Twitter uh, at Tim Nebraska. Uh, Instagram Timmy Nebraska. Uh, Facebook Timmy Nebraska. There you go. Um, I'm pretty easy to follow. Yeah. You can whenever you see tagged under Bet Your Ash, I'm always in there too. Yeah. You can, it's easy. It's easy to click on my link. Go and give me a follow. There you go. And shout out to uh, Cornelius and uh, Capital Cigars. We are recording this on the studio level. 919 East Colfax Ave, Denver, Colorado. It's Capital Cigars. It's the finest cigar lounge in the world. In the world. Yes. I dig it. <laughs> Aloha, mamá. Sorry for responder hasta ahora. Estuve toda la tarde con mi unidad arreglando un helicóptero Black Hawk. Hawaii es increíble. Luego te cuento más. Te quiero. Be all you can be. Visitando goarmy.com diagonal español.